This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Elevate every morning with Tommy John's Second Skin Underwear. The luxurious support of Second Skin guarantees everything will go smoothly. With over 20 million pairs sold and thousands of five-star reviews, guys love Tommy John. Plus, your most valuable assets are covered with Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee. Shop Tommy John's friends and family sale right now and get 25% off site-wide at TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. See site for details. Hello and welcome to Memory Lane. I'm Jen Brister. And I'm Kerry Godleyman. Each week we'll be taking a trip down Memory Lane with our very special guests as they bring in four photos from their lives to talk about. To check out the photos we'll be having a natter with them about, they're on the episode image and you can also see them a little bit more clearly on our Instagram page. So have a little look at Memory Lane Podcast. Come on, we can all be nosy together. Oh look, I've got a bag full of um, Christmas cheer here. So I've got I've got um, some Christmas bells. Do you um, just have those there, just ready yes, for like? I, Zoom? Yes, I told you. Yep, 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 yep. Did you have carol singers used to come to your door, no, knock on the door, really. and go, "Oh, come all ye faithful, yes. joyful and, and triumphant, oh, come ye, oh, come ye." That's right. You you did it well there because actually I think and then we it goes started quiet. too big. Soto. Yeah, you got to go Soto. No, you've gone too hard on the second one. Oh wait! Oh come, let us Okay, we've all had to take our headphones off just for that crescendo. Yeah. I, you know how we're trying to increase the amount of people listening to this podcast? I think we, in one fell swoop, have lost. How's your tour? I've been staying in hotels. Yeah, how's that been? Well, we're staying in quite nice hotels. Oh, yeah. And like posh yeah. ones? Well, not, not like super posh, but maybe sort of Do you of like a hotel? Do you find up? it a bit shining or um, lost in translation, that kind of soulless vibe? Uh, well, I like a hotel in as much as I like if I'm on the road to be on my own. Yeah, um, lovely, but, lovely being on your own. Lovely shutting that door. Yeah, but do I like to get up the next day, pack all my stuff, go go downstairs, go into a bus, drive to another town, jump into another hotel? No, I don't like no that. No glamour in that? No glamour in that? No romance? If you listen to good music, pretend you're in a film? Not after a year. Well, no, 15 months of doing it. No, mm. not really. Um, I, I, I was talking to somebody and she was like, oh, you know, I don't like being in hotels. I said, oh, why? She went, oh, they're absolutely filthy. She said, have you seen those shows where they get one of those... Um, well, like Gina. You know, tor- Gina does that on her Torches. Media. And I'm like, I'm not doing it. What, looking for jizz? I'm not looking for jizz in the... F- no. I'm not looking for jizz and blood in every hotel room I go no, to. No, I can imagine it's not like a primary objective. Like, ooh, well, she- let's shut that door and look for some jizz. Oh, residue. look over there. There's about six ounces of jizz in this corner. No, I'm no, not doing it's best it. best to not know anyway. I, I'd rather... I'm very much of the mind that I don't want to know. 
No. So pl- please don't tell me. Uh, and uh, do you know what? Even unless it's a unless it's a little bit of poo on the wall, then I'm I'm probably okay. Uh, all right, go for. The, I would complain about it, poo. It can't do you. No, it can't do me any harm. But okay, so I want to ask you about what about this, a Kerry? pube on a pillow? A pube on a pillow is unacceptable. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. Poo on a if wall. I can, pube on a pillow. Poo, poo no. on a wall. Pube on a but pillow. Invisible jizz that you can only see Invis- under a UV light. Invisible jizz is fine. <laughs> I mean, all jizz is invisible to me, basically, as a lesbian. So. Okay, so this is a question I wanted to ask you. So my friend then said to me, you don't use the kettle then, do you? I said, oh, I, I do use, use the kettle. Oh, no. She went, and she said, oh, God. What goes on she in goes, there? rookie error, you're using the kettle. She goes, well, I'm assuming you boil it first uh, and and then boil it again before you use it. I said, no, I never no. do that. She said, oh, my goodness. She what goes, goes you know, on in that there? Is, that is a receptacle in which men urinate. I said, but why? What's wrong men the toilet? U- but there is a toilet in there. I'm not. It's we're not in a hostel. Why I said, "What is in a kettle?" Apparently, they do. This is the thing. That's men, an urban myth. Apparently, it's not an urban myth. And when I brought it up in front of a room full of male comedians, they went, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, that does happen." I was like, "What? Why?" They said, "You get really hammered in the night, and you piss in the kettle." I said, "Why?" I, it, it's a smaller receptacle, and also, you know. I've heard how long men pee. They pee for ages. It's like listening to a horse. Why are you doing it in the... Anyway... Oh, you've really upset me now. Well, just next time you're in a hotel room, just give it a cheeky little I extra I like a boil. little cup of hotel tea that I've made so myself with that weird milk and a that biscuit. Weird that weird milk that makes a tea, whatever tea you've got, it will taste the same. It'll yeah. just taste of the weird milk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, now, and a little piss. Bit... That's the taste little... you're referring to is the residue of piss. <sighs> But my, I'm of the mind, I mean, we've gone down a wormhole here and I'm sure people are like, I don't know why you're talking about this, pubes, poo, piss. <laughs> it is the season to be talking about to this. To be real, mate. Tis the season to be Tis, real. Exactly. But I'm of the mind, if you've boiled it, you've boiled you've all the piss it. out. You've, you've sterilised sterilized it. it. That's the point so of the if, boiling. Even if there is piss in there, it's been it's sterilised, sterilised now. urine. Yeah. So I'm okay with it. I've decided. Okay. Cool. Good. I'm <laughs> that glad. Was, that but was a really long to... answer to do you like staying in hotels? <laughs> but my question to you was, would you, would you still use a hotel kettle? I've already established that I will. Yeah, I will be. I will yes. be. I'm essentially, I'm, uh, I'm lazy and I, I'm stuck in my ways. I have little rituals when I'm in a hotel. And one of them is that I make a cup of tea in a kettle. Yeah. Do you accidentally just take those key cards home with you all the time? Always. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll look for ages just before I check out. I'll go, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I've lost it. I've lost it. I've lost it. Go down. And then I'll say, I'm so sorry. I've appeared to have mislaid the key. And they go, don't worry about it. We've got a zillion of those. Say, and then I'm so sorry. I appear to have mislaid the key. Like, do you yes. become a different human and start yes, using like your character from I a become, Jane Austen? I become Who Miss Whipple. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I appear to have mislaid the key. As opposed to, oh, fuck it. I've lost it. I can't find it. <laughs> No, Kerry, I've never gone down to a reception the... hotel and gone, <laughs> oh, just fuck scu- it. scuttled out and not engaged with, with reception. <laughs> no, I do. I, I like to engage with reception. Like, who are you? I just, I've just told you. I, when I'm in these situations, I like to go in with the greatest of respect. I say hello to all of the people that, that, um, that clean the rooms. I ask them about their day. Fine. That's They're great. never happy. That's great. Good for you, but you don't have to use a vernacular that isn't in your normal speech. What? Which bit? <laughs> mislaid. Which bit is mislaid. 
People Mislade don't say is the word that's upset you. People say mislaid all the time. No, they don't. They say I've lost it. I've thing. lost it. They don't go, I've, I've... mislaid. <laughs> I can't believe this is the thing that you're latching onto. <laughs> it's me, me saying mislaid. <laughs> but anyway, the truth is I had mislaid my key. I hadn't mislaid it. Oh, do you know what? It. Fuck you, Kerry Gondman. I'd lost it. <laughs> what else have I been doing? I don't... Oh, nothing. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe you've interrupted my incredibly uninteresting anecdote. To it came inter- to a natural end. Well, it came to a natural end because you, you slammed the fucking door in my face. <laughs> it came to an end. It came to a it came to a natural conclusion. Yes, Kerry, I said conclusion. I've changed end to conclusion. I, I imagine you'll have some sort of problem with that change of vocabulary. Christ, what's this? Up listen what that's what they do in GCSE English essays, don't they? They up. So when they use one word, they go, Why don't you use this word? I went all the way to A level, actually, Kerry, with my I English. Did. I've got A level English. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why I'm mixing up the vocab. Yeah, no, okay? you're really clever. Um, <laughs> what, what oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. That felt like a knife to the throat, that did. Like, you actually just punched me in the throat. Oh, yeah, you're very, you're very clever. <laughs> I think I'd make a really good Saki English teacher. <laughs> yeah, we, we need more of those. <laughs> Yeah. Can I go to the toilet, sir? I don't know. Can you? Can go to you? The I think you'll find it's may I? And why are you referring to me as sir when I'm clearly a woman? <laughs> Detention! <laughs> Should we talk about? We've got a guest. Should we get on to our guest? Shall we? Okay. So, for, God, this for the week, love of God, the last one of the year, last episode we're putting out this year, we are talking to Ricky Gervais. <gasps> are we? Yes, we are. It's a Christmas it's very treat. Exciting. Who was a lot of fun, and I was so chuffed that he was up for this. And I saw him the other day, and he said I enjoyed it. He said I really enjoyed that. Podcast. Oh, good. I'm so glad because yeah. I was worried that he'd be like, "Oh God, I don't want to have to talk oh, about this stuff again." I've done it a million two. times, but also <laughs> because um, he he was so easygoing and, and great company and very uh, open, sort of good like, stories. Yeah, and just fit in with whatever we wanted him to do. So it was such a pleasure to talk to him. I'm so glad that he agreed to do it. Yeah, and I liked his photos. I love the cheeky little boy with the monkeys. Yeah, but the best story is coming and it involves trousers and curtains. (laughs) You were the first to be a podcasting human, weren't you? Well, I was the first... I was the first high-profile person to do a podcast, I'd have thought. It was yeah. on the news. It made the 10 o'clock news. What? That's how big a thing it, it was. It wouldn't now. There's more going wouldn't. on. Of course it wouldn't. <laughs> but how long ago was that now? Uh, it, it was just... I, I, I remember it. I remember it Why being Why did you make the news just for being so popular? Uh, it was... Uh, I don't know if it was because it was... Oh, we did it with The Guardian. We did six episodes with The Guardian. and um, This is one with Stephen it broke the world. Yeah, and it broke the world record... But there was nothing to beat. But it and hadn't been established as a medium yet, had it? I mean, it was you pretty much. What at the was front it about? Two thousand and five. I'd Definitely say. not. Yeah. It's taken us twenty years to get a podcast. We, but we're I really it, it did, go, it did go away and come back though, right? Because I did, it didn't take off like that. Like, like now, 
everyone's got a podcast. Yeah. And I, 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 it's like, it must be people listening to each other's podcasts. Well, there must way be friends more... see each other. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like you just say, oh, can you be on my podcast? Yeah, yeah. I want to put that in my Twitter bio. No, I don't want to do your fucking podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for sending your photos. You were a bit worried about it, weren't you? Well, I just, I, I it's like, I take everything way too seriously. Yeah. It was like five. homework. I think it's got to be the definitive five photographs. <laughs> that, you know, it's got to show every aspect of it. It's got to be funny. It's got to be, into, it's, I want to win. Yeah. I'm like that at the doctors when they do an eye test. Like, I want to win. <laughs> I want to, I wanted them to say, you could probably see through walls. <laughs> right. And, uh, and you did Desert Island, so how long did it take you to come up with your tunes for that? That must have been mind-blowing you picking your again, favourites. It's again, it's like every list. People don't do the honest list of their ten favourite songs. This change every day. You can't do the honest no. list. It's got to be like, this would, represents this. Yeah. Otherwise it would have sting in it, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> like, in the fields of barley. Cracking tune. I'm not going to put that in my top ten. Though, I'm, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do Dylan and yeah, Neil Young. Yeah, you have Neil like, Young. Yeah, I remember your list. It was a good list. Well, you don't have to win with these photos. They're sort of chronological, aren't they? You've given us a lovely selection. I mean, right. I love the one with you as a kid. How old do you reckon you are in that? Oh, uh, five or six. I've got, I'm at school. I've got a little tie on, haven't I? So early days Wait. of five or six. You're like, what, what are you holding? I'm sorry. Three little I'm... monkeys. I should say... <laughs> Okay, right. I should say this is wrong. You, should, you know, I was—I didn't know any better. I was five or six, and you shouldn't have your picture taken with little monkeys who are dressed up. As adorable as they are, it is cruel. It is, right? but we're living in a, this is a different time. But this is like 19, I don't know, what, 67, 68? Yeah. Little, they're very glamorous little monkeys. They're lovely little and monkeys. And I look at my cheeky little face. You're I can't believe moon. my luck. I cannot believe my luck. That is That was like my best day so far on earth, <laughs> holding two little monkeys dressed up. Um, that was Bognor Regis. Yeah, you're by the seaside. Where I used to go with my um, mum and my nan for about five or six years. I don't think I know There was Bognor a, a neighbour had an old caravan, like a two-birth caravan that she used to let my mum have, right? And it was called Riverside, but the river was actually like a, a brook with eels in, right? Mm. Yeah, it was like just a... It was like a ditch with water in it. You're right? really selling it now. It's well, it wasn't... I mean, I loved it at the time, I must admit. Yeah. But, you know... Uh, just me, my mum, my nan. Um, and some and, eels. <laughs> and some eels. You know, when you're a kid, you wake up somewhere else and it's sort of like weird, isn't it? All yeah. the acoustics wrong. Yeah. Well, I woke up once hearing my nan pissing in a bucket. So... <laughs> That's a memory that uh, has that will stay with you. But the thing is, we've talked about camping a lot. But when you're on holiday with your family, especially if you're in a tent or a caravan, you will be listening to a lot of pissing. That is. But you've got to realise as well, because I'm so old. um, (laughs) This is like twenty years after the end of the war. You know, it was it was a different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, age. My my (laughs) nan still had an outdoor toilet. Right. That's why I can. We so quickly because <laughs> I'd run in cold, at, yeah, and looking up for spiders. So I'd oh, run in, I'd wee. Okay, there's a spider. I'll finish weeing. I'm out. <laughs> As, and you're I'm, still like that now. Yeah, I am. Even like if that you're now, in yeah. like you've got a very solo yeah. house, that's how you go yeah. for a business. I've got, in, but in my, I've got so many toilets now. If there's a spider in one, I'll just go to one of the others. No, fair enough. That's the, that's, that's a good way to that's, operate. That's what I needed. We need nine toilets, Jane, just in case. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Good for your prostate, though, Ricky. It is, well, is it though? I don't know. Actually, probably I, I not. Don't know. <laughs> I I've say no efficiency idea. is a good thing. I don't thing. even know it's, what it's prostate like a wee is. anxiety because I've I've um I've had a wee and we and Jane have gone for a walk and I've gone. Did I have a wee? She goes, Yeah. I go. All right then. <laughs> like I think wow. I might need a wee. Yeah, but we're all at that age where we think we might need a wee. I've, 
I I, I was just before I leave the house. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Can't leave the house without. A I remember um, uh, when I used to take the train from Reading to London. Sometimes it didn't have a toilet. Oh no, that's awful. So we I had to work to out. It. Okay, it's like thirty minutes. I'd I'd, I'd go twice. I do it before I go on stage. I have a wee and I go two minutes and I go oh two, oh a wee. <laughs> Sometimes I have there another is, cheeky wee. There, yeah, yeah. there is no wee. So I just want to make sure I don't need a wee on no, stage. No, no, that panic pre-show. That panic pre-show wee, I do that. So I have a wee, it's in the, you know, in the break, and then they go, right, it's, you know, it's time to go. You go, ah, got to go. Exactly. Got to go again, just for a little cheeky yeah. emergency yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, totally. Welcome to piss.com. <laughs> you started it saying yeah, that you know pissing in a bucket. I know. It was the audio memory. The aural. It's like a You have a break. Experience. You do two sets when you do live. Well, you do, yeah, you do a bit and then you have a break and then you do another bit. But now I've got uh, supporters. That's the way to do it. Which you do, you've got Sean. Yeah, Lovely exactly, Sean. Yeah. He does 20, they have a 20 minute break. And I then... do I do 70. Anything over 70 is probably too long. That you know, they're, I they're, agree. If it's 75, uh, apparently they don't, you know, it's too long. It's too long. I feel like that. Like films as well. I know films are I different. Agree. Too long. I mean, I did go and see Napoleon the other night and it is wow. long, but you can't squish Napoleon into an hour and a half. I think the last time I went to the cinema was to see King Kong. Bloody so, hell. Yeah. You're what? not talking about the Ang Lee one, um, are you? No, You're talking about no. the other one. <laughs> <laughs> With Fay Ray, yeah, I'm not, I'm not that With old. With the made of pasta scene, yeah, yeah. and even invented bucket toilets. Then <laughs> we've already jumped to talking about stand up okay. when we were doing. So oh, yeah. let, let's okay, go back right. to this little boy. Why are you wearing a suit and tie on the beach? Is it uh, school? That's my school uniform. But why are you in your school uniform on your summer holidays? But who said it was summer holidays? I thought he was with his nan. Because <laughs> I was a nerd. I, I don't know. Maybe he went straight from school. Maybe we, I went straight I from school it. one so day. Smart. I don't know. That's a very good point. Or maybe it was a day trip with the school. Ah. Maybe that was a day trip with the school. I don't know why we'd go to Bogner, though, on a Do you day remember trip. going on, like, how much do you remember about school and stuff like that? I, I love school. Did you? Yeah. I remember my first day at school. What, primary what? or secondary? I remember my first day at school. Really? Yeah, I was five. No, and what? I, and I, I thought all the kids looked wrong. What do you, do you mean? know what I mean? Because you, you, you only grow up knowing your family and neighbours. So, so, so as it, the, the, there's different faces. I remember I thought I, I was next to a girl that she had big bulgy cheeks and bug eyes, and I thought she looks weird. Because <laughs> you, you don't see a lot of people, do you, when you're four? Well, right. you do nowadays because kids go to nursery and all that. But, yeah, uh, you're, they're in nursery for years before they even get to school. I don't think I went to nursery. No, I don't no, think anyone, was I don't think anyone did. Then. You stayed at home with your mum. Yeah. yeah. So, and did you always love school? I did. I liked. I liked mucking around. I liked friends. I liked funny people. I just liked mucking around. It was fun. I liked learning as well. I loved. It's lovely I, to hear people say that they enjoy school because <laughs> a lot of people talk about not liking school. So it's quite rare yeah. to hear someone go, like, "I liked it. I enjoyed I, it." I think I remember. I couldn't. I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait to get up and go to school, except in the winter. Again, this this makes me sound like something from Oliver Twist, doesn't it? <laughs> but I remember waking up in the winter. First of all, I dream I was up and dressed. Oh, I've had those I've dreams. Had those I dreams. know. Yeah, there's got to be a name sort for of it. Anxiety dream, almost. And then I'd wake up. Oh my god, I'm not dressed. And in the winter, there was ice on the inside of the window because there's no central heating. I yeah. can vaguely remember that and my dad talks about that from my childhood. So like I was born in 73 and that <laughs> if, was still the if case. If you didn't have double glazing yeah. that, was, that was normal. And we didn't, yeah, there wasn't Which central we heating. Didn't. So yeah, ice yeah. on the inside definitely. Yeah. That um, level of cold. But then once you're dressed you're up. I never missed any school. I just remember it, everything, it was, everything was having a laugh. Yeah. Everything was having a laugh and then you go, oh I better study. And I you were good study. at that. Um, I, I was good and, and that was 
I knew that that was my um, I I, I would say my way out, but it wasn't like I hate. It wasn't like I was going. I've got to get out of this mm. asphalt jungle. I, I, it was cool. I just thought I'd always go to university and I'd always live. I'd always go to London. You know. And did mates of yours do that or? Um, there was a few. There was like sixth form was like probably twelve people. So you had a pl- Did you have a plan? Did you have a sense of what you wanted? No, I wanted to. Well, I think because again the olden days, um, I got a full grant, so it was free for me because yeah. my dad was a, a labourer, my mum was a I say housewife, but she did everything, um, and uh, uh, so I think I felt that I should do something that was vocational. I felt that I should do something that would. Uh, then you know that would be a good job and pay back society so it was science I thought it was a waste not to do and I love science yeah. I, I did A levels um, biology physics and chemistry and I got to college I, I got to University College London uh, to study biology Yeah. and after two weeks I just thought what? why am I doing this <laughs> why am I doing this 40 hours a week biology bloody hell that is a lot and philosophy also- 7 hours a week that's the one I did. <laughs> so after a few weeks, I went, I just got out. We were, everyone was sitting around sort of smoking and drinking. And I said to someone, um, name a letter. He went, P. I went, philosophy. And I went along to ph- the philosophy department and I said, I want to do philosophy. And they went, sorry, who are you? I said, I, I do biology. They went, right, why do you want to do philosophy? I went, I think I'd be good at it. And he went, well, you've missed half a term. I went, I'm really clever. And he went, are you? Like that. And he sat down, he went, okay, I'll get you an interview. And I had an interview with the professor. And um, he was sort of looking at me like I was mad. Um, and I remember I had a... <laughs> I was wearing a black a black um, sweatshirt with bullshit on it. Oh, God. <laughs> like Very irreverent. <laughs> If you, if, if you can't hear it in the way I'm saying it, please read this. <laughs> Philosophise that, mate. And I had my dad's uh, old donkey jacket right. on, which either, either had Wimpy or Lang on the back, because he worked for, it was off the building site, right? Yeah. So I thought, and I knew that it was only 6% working class. So, so I thought, I, okay. I'm going to get a quote of Philio. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and uh, he asked me a few questions. I made him laugh. <laughs> he went, he said, I'm torn. I said, I'm torn. He said, why, why do you want to do this? I went, I, I said, I, I, I'm, I love it. I love arguing. I love... <laughs> he went, uh, what is art? I gave him some bullshit answer. I don't know. And he went, and he and he, like, he went, okay, okay. Go and go downstairs and say you're... And I, and I changed the philosophy. And I did the degree And you philosophy. really enjoyed the degree? I did. I, I did. Well, no, I what I did, I, I enjoyed never having to go to a lecture. And now I wish I had gone to a lecture. Right. I what? got my degree... Um, Why didn't you go to because, the lectures? Because it was more fun. Uh, I wanted to. I was there to dick about. Yeah. Um, and uh, I got. Uh, I bought a book at the last term. <laughs> I think about six weeks before the exams. I bought a book called Philosophy Made Simple. <laughs> I read that. <laughs> and you got a degree from yeah, it. Yeah, got a degree. Yeah. Ricky. Yeah. <laughs> It, listen, mean, kids, I'm, it's not as easy. I've got a it's more yeah. complex than that. But, but you... I'd already, I, I, by, by the time I did my degree, I'd already been signed uh, uh, in a uh, pop duo. So, so you're, you're, we're working so on music. I, I did, I did my degree, thinking, look, I've come so far, I might as well do the degree. I thought I'd get it from a mum, so she can say I've got a degree. <laughs> Thank you. 
Elevate every morning with Tommy John's Second Skin Underwear. The luxurious support of Second Skin guarantees everything will go smoothly. With over 20 million pairs sold and thousands of five-star reviews, guys love Tommy John. Plus, your most valuable assets are covered with Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee. Shop Tommy John's friends and family sale right now and get 25% off site-wide at TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. See site for details. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure, because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. This photo, is that the sort of time we're talking about? You so, as a younger... Yeah, that's me. That's probably just just uh, on the, the end. Um, I'd probably be 20, you 21 there. You like a 1920s film star. Thank, do, 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 thank you. Do, look at those eyebrows born, born and those cheekbones. I look like one now. <laughs> <laughs> and so... In tandem with your degree, you're building a music career. Which was over as fast as it came. So, so um, tell us about so, the band. So uh, we're in a, a duo called Shauna Dancing. It was me and another guy who, who uh, played keyboards. Uh, we wrote the songs. I did the lyrics. I sang. Um, I sang like David Bowie. <laughs> um, and uh, I mean, I emulated him. Not, not I sang like him. Yeah, but he I, was... I, I tried to sing like right, him, right. I mean. Yeah. Um, and uh, we got a, a, a deal. We put a single out, I think... Uh, one April that didn't quite make it. We put another one out in August <laughs> that didn't quite make it, and then they dropped us. And I went, "No, nah, we had a couple of goes. You didn't make it, and what? it was all over." Really? But mm. when you were signed, that mm. must have been like because that was at the time when if you got signed and then you're going to be deal. on top of the pops, it's huge. Yeah, we we you, you do think well, this is easy to be around forever, and I did try again. I thought yeah. I, I got it once, I will get it again. Not 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 so easy, and. uh how and, did you cope with that? Were you really disappointed? Was it like quite demoralising, or did you roll with it? Uh, yeah, I, it was gradual. So it wasn't like I woke up one day and thought it's over. It was just like you you try for a couple of years and you suddenly realise, oh, you're doing something else now. Right. Uh, that's that's. You know what I mean? Did it you feel like you had to put a dream away? Uh I, I I can't remember if I thought like that, but that was certainly the case. Yeah. I, I, or I just grew up and thought that was. Don't be stupid. You had right. that, and I'll do something else. Yeah. And um, that's when I got a normal job. You know, when I worked in an office for like ten years, and um, uh, that that became lucrative. <laughs> <laughs> Jotting down well, funny observations yeah, about working in an, in an office. office. I think I I, I think I uh, um I, I followed my uh, a, a much more apt vocation with comedy than um, think think of me now if I was a pop star. Think what I could imagine that. Imagine it. Yes, easily. Sliding doors. You could have gone down that road. No. No. Um, <laughs> so well, it would be a different world. It would be a different sure. world, definitely. Uh, so how did you... Because, I mean, we, 
what was the show that you were on with like do you remember oh the 11 oh. o'clock show the 11 o'clock show oh, yeah yeah, yeah. God, that... so, so that, again that was sort of like when i first saw you it was on the 11 yeah o'clock that show. was a very sort of slow build so um i uh i worked in a an office at the student union uh and i was uh, the the entertainment manager and then i was approached uh by uh, people at XFM who were putting together their sort of um, bid for a London licence. They tried and failed about six times. So this is a fledgling radio station, yeah, right? Called it uh, XFM, um, and they asked me if I could uh, help with the awareness because on paper I had like sixteen thousand students. Uh, the the federal body, um, University of London Union, had all the colleges yeah. that come into it, so they knew I had access to. All those, all, those, all those students, which are, all I did was put, you know, put them on the back of a flyer for, for things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You weren't sending an email. No. Or... I had a team of like people going out like on three quid an hour doing millions of flyers. For I used discos. to do that foot soldiering. I did yeah. loads of that. Yeah. And they, they got, and I, you know, I got to know them a bit and uh, they got their license and they said, and it was definitely as a reward. They said, do you want to work there? And I thought, this is easy. And I and I said how I said uh, uh, head of speech. I went what's that? And they went oh you just you know you work out the news and you work out the you know what's on and stuff and give it to the DJs. And so I got that job and I didn't know what I was doing. Um, and I was sort of panicked. And they and they'd also gave given me my own show like at eleven o'clock at this night. This is keeping the day job going. Yeah, right. And I I couldn't cope. I couldn't cope. <coughs> I just thought oh, this is going to send me mad. I had like the worst month. I didn't sleep. I just thought I'm going to lose this job. So I went in one day and I said to the boss, I said, I said, can I lose the show? I said, I love doing the show, but can I lose the show because it's killing me? He went, yeah, that was a gift. You don't have to do the show. That was a gift. Just do your day job. And I wasn't very good at my day job either. So I I had to sort of provide the DJs with, you know, things all the way through, like this band's playing and that, all the news, there's, you know, all that sort of stuff. And I thought, I don't know what I'm doing here, right? So I'd I'd sometimes like just copy out the back of Time Out what's on, and then it, yeah. But, but that was out of date. Sometimes those things have been cancelled, <laughs> and I didn't know. Um, That's and, mad to me that and you I gave was, up the the show, the speaking yeah, show. Yeah, and th- this is the first like month, okay. Hell. And I'm I'm really sweating, and uh, I, I think he threatened you know with me losing my job and everything. And then I start I thought I was thinking oh, it'd be easier if I go in and tell them and sort of do a bit. So I I used to go in and pop up on on the uh, uh, Gary Crowley's Claire Sturgis uh, Ian Canfield Gary Crowley I used yeah. to listen to that um, show so I'd go in and they'd go what have you got for us Rick and I did some and I'd be funny I'd sort of be funny right yeah right. Yeah, yeah but because you could because there's, there's no pressure now. yeah and they they got emails saying who's that bloke that works there he's funny. <laughs> And so the boss came down and went, okay, drop all the other shit, just go on the shows all the time. And just talk. And, and that just... was it. And what? The, So I did a year of popping up on shows. <laughs> they said, do you want the show back? And then... What year was this, Ricky? 97. So it started uh, uh, September the 1st, the day after Princess yeah. Diana died. Which yeah. was a, a hell of a... And that was, that was stressful. Like the day of the... They were taking things off the... That was a mad time. Like Labour got in that May and Diana died at the end of August. It yeah, was like the it maddest, was maddest summer. summer. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and it was and a really hedonistic summer. Yeah. It was it was it was crazy. Um so I, I suppose I worked there over Christmas and then And you're uh, doing are you doing any stand up? Are you No. Doing, no. So uh, stand up a little kind of No, I hadn't. I hadn't yet. So so this is the so the beginning of 98 I get a call 
um, and they say, oh, we'd, we'd, we've got this show on called 11 O'Clock Show. We've heard you on X Avenger. Have you got anything? I went along and I had some, some characters. I did a... Uh, the one that they, they kept was I'd, I had a newsreader that uh, would suddenly editorialise. Like he'd go, um, today um, nurses went on strike. Duh, and I, he'd go, don't get me started on nurses. <laughs> so that was the... And I'd write a minute. And they gave me three days a week. Then... Then... They offered me my own show, uh, which I did. Um, and I think um, I got away with murder because they'd seen the demo tape of The Office because I shot that um, in sort of January 98. I went back to where I used to work yeah. in The Office. So was David Brent, the, was that kind of growing on the radio? Yeah, that's all. That's all. I, I didn't do it on the radio, but right. the, I had that. I, that was one that of the characters the I had. Show. I didn't do David Brent on the 11 o'clock show. Where did I see David Brent before The Office then? Uh I did a comedy lab um, and it was about a David Bowie impersonator and you could see there was a little the bit of fledgling the middle-aged man who was out of touch and doing the wrong thing and wanted to be cool and we said no to that because I had a purer version of David Brent by then and I did the pilot um, I think in 1998 uh, and then uh but I had that on VHS and I showed people that. So I showed people to Channel 4 and that's how I got uh, Meet Ricky Gervais. Um, and I, they allowed me to do what I want on the 11 o'clock show because they, they'd seen something of like quality and they thought this is going to go somewhere. I yeah, think. yeah. Um, uh, and when you made that that uh, pilot for The Office, did it was it fully formed in your head? You're like, this is a sitcom. I know what it is. Uh, no. Um, uh, all we had was David Brent, really. Um and then the BBC saw that and they said, could this be a sitcom? And I said, yes, of course. And I remember um, John Plowman saying to me, um, sorry, if this man is so bad at his job, how does he keep it? And I said... Wow. to BBC. Exactly. And I said, let's have a walk around the BBC, shall we? And he laughed. <laughs> I love this one of you hosting the Golden, Golden Globes. Globes. Yeah. And you're on a screen. Yeah. And Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio are watching you, but they're kind of talking about you probably. Well, I, I love that one. So the I don't know who took that. The official photographer, I assume, must have taken it backstage. I'm on I'm on stage introducing that and they're back they're about to go on. And they're looking at each other and, and I like to think they're saying, Are you gonna kill him or am I? <laughs> It's also like the two most handsome men in the world with the that, biggest with a Hollywood fat star. bloke from Reading in the middle. But you're there skewering Hollywood. Yeah. You know, roasting. Total Hollywood. Roast. It's also they're not even looking at me. They're, they're not like, watching. This guy. That's what they're saying. Yeah. Definitely. I know. But where did stand up come into that journey you were just talking about? So the office and all that. And then stand up. Where did that. Uh, I thought I should do it. I thought it was my Why? job. Why comedy was my You're job? Doing great. Why are you Because I it? thought I'd be, I, I thought I'd be good at it. Sometimes I'd uh, compare a thing like a karaoke night or something. And so I'd, you'd have uh, a little taste of. Yeah, doing but it, it was, it was only because I, I, I was trying to save money. I'd do it myself. It right. wasn't me. It wasn't me trying to be. So famous. when was the click of you going? Oh, I want to do stand up. Um, I want to do it. When I was already sort of, I was always a. 
I, I think I'd done the 11 o'clock show and I thought, I'm doing stand-up here. I'm writing this in the morning. I'm writing five <coughs> original minutes in the morning about summer and I'm going on and I'm performing it in front of a live studio audience. I'm doing, doing stand-up. I'm doing it, yeah. So I thought, well, let's, let's, let's see if you can. And I remember I went along. Uh, so again, it's like 98 now. And I got in a cab one Saturday night and I went down to, uh, is it called the John Snow in Poland Street? Used to have a comedy night. Yeah, and I went that. up to the bloke there and it was like, I don't know, I can't remember, but it looked full and it might have been 80 people. Right. And there was a stage and like something. And I said, oh, um, he went, hello. So I was, a, so no, in those circles, he's the bloke from the 11 o'clock show. Yeah, this, yeah, you know? yeah. He went, oh, yeah. I went, uh, he was excited. Yeah. I went out. And the, I'd never done it before. I'd had a couple of pints waiting to go on. It was always a mistake, <laughs> right? Yeah. I went on. Right, they went, uh, uh, please do. You might have seen on 11 o'clock, so we good days. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, God, he's on the telly. He's been on the telly. <laughs> I, I, said, I, 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 uh, I went, bloody hell, when it hot up here? Silence. Why did I say that? <laughs> It's a lovely opener, Ricky. Lovely, yeah. lovely opener. Get, get they the thought, where's the joke? I went, oh, no. Um, and I had this thing. It, it, it ended up in my first stand-up show, Animals. It was about internet facts about animals. Yeah. So I did the daddy long legs yeah. as poison, but it's got no teeth. Uh, polar bears are left-handed and they cover their nose in a hunt. I had that right. And, halfway through, and it was going okay. But then <laughs> someone shouted, do the pandas. Because I did a skit about pandas not shagging enough on 11 o'clock show. And I'll go and meet yourself way, lads. <laughs> Have intercourse. No wonder you do all this, right? So that was there. And I went, oh, the stuff I did. I went, yeah, I went, and I fucking did it. You're ashamed of that. You're ashamed to this day. Take your shirt off. All right. <laughs> Dance, monkey boy. Not <laughs> fucking jukebox. When you first start doing stand-up, you don't really know what you're doing. You don't know that. You don't know what you're doing. You don't no. know that it's on your terms. No. So you're sort of like, you'll do, do like anything yeah. like that. For a you'll... year, I'd gone to comedy clubs twice a week, and so I saw. I thought, okay, I can't do that. I'm better than him. Oh, he's great. I'm better than him, though. I'm better, you know I, mean? <laughs> I so have done that. <laughs> yeah, early for on. A year. I remember going to Edinburgh and thinking, I, I reckon I could do that. Like, but I did that with sitcoms. I, I did that. that with sitcoms growing up. Like, I love that one. I love that. I'm better than that one, though. I'm yeah, yeah, one. yeah. I could I'm do better that. than that one. Yeah. And sooner or later, you got to put your money where your mouth is. Yeah. So I went like that. I thought. I thought it was okay. It so was you so... didn't have to do it. You wanted to. No, do it. I wanted to do it. I, and I and uh, none and of us didn't... have to do it. Kerry, no, I know. No, no, so, no, exactly, well, no. Yeah. But you yeah. have a plan. No, I know what you mean. But there are people that you've got a telly career now. You don't have to go out to do the clubs and start doing stand up. Well, you say that. Well, I took. Little David Earl under my wing. He was a it was a lorry right. driver. Then he was a gardener. And on the second series of, I didn't uh, know you went that far back with David. Yeah, right. I, I saw a demo tape and I invited no. him. Out and, and and then he was going. Uh, Doing Brian. I said you're still gardening. Right. And I said you're on telly for the second series of Derek. He said I got clients. <laughs> <laughs> He's still like that though. Yeah, I know, yeah. Um so so I I thought okay, I am going to do this again and then I did a I did a couple of more and you and know, just loved I, it. Cuz you do love stand up. Whenever I see you, you're like I just want to do stand up. I love stand up. I, I so do much. now though, 
But then it was like still hard work and they weren't laughing enough. They weren't fucking laughing enough. I go, this is good shit. This is good shit. Did you tell Why them? Why aren't they laughing? Why aren't they laughing? That's the point where you turn around and go, you're wrong, you cunts. Yeah, yeah. So I just kept going and, I, and then I... I uh, the more angry a comedian gets, the less it comes really to yeah. But it, it all happened way too fast because by the time when uh, I, my, I put my first tour uh, on sale, Animals... 2002 I was on the front cover of the Radio Times as Britain's most influential comedian oh my god that, that is a lot ridiculous of I remember in the dressing room at Bloomsbury Theatre um, someone brought down the, the copy and I was on the front cover and yeah. I'm going out to play like my 10th gig <laughs> oh my god so it's ridiculous it's too much pressure and I look back on Animals I did 20 shows before I committed it to DVD Animals what that's, that's not 20. enough shows it's not enough shows and there's a there's a sweet well, naivety about it. Yeah. But I'm not even projecting. Sometimes I think you've got to have a voice here. You're still Rick, learning talk. a stand up. I'm going, uh, yeah, what is it about uh Hitler? Oh, yeah. <laughs> talk louder. <laughs> Project <laughs> Yeah, but you know what? This like And then you do the Hollywood Bowl and now you've known yeah. it. Now yeah. you But you yeah. said you were proper nervous at that one. First time I've ever been nervous about stand up. When was that one? When did you first know. do the Hollywood Bowl? Uh this May. Oh, Sean right. opened. Sean opened. I know. Print. I saw the yeah. pictures. I thought it was a mistake. Sean... I thought it was a look what I can do as opposed to look what I should do. I was when, when the my promoter was just said my promoter said to me you could you could sell the Hollywood Bowl. I went no, I couldn't. He said, you could. I said what if it rains? He went it hasn't rained for three fucking years <laughs> in LA. Why would it rain? I go it might rain. <laughs> that is just me. Though. It might rain. I said what about what about the echo? And the sound man said, there's no echo because it's outside. There's no walls. I went, oh, yeah, right. I said, what about the wind change? He went, <laughs> well, yeah, it might, but we've got great speakers tonight. I said, what, what time times it get dark? They looked. I said, in May, I said, it gets dark at uh, 20 to 8. You're yeah. going at 10 past 8. I went, okay. Well, are you sure it's set up there? So they put it on sale and they put New York on sale at the same time. New York, I couldn't. I couldn't do big enough. It was selling out in a minute. Second, to put on three, but fucking anything Madison Square Garden sold out so like LA they said we've done half the tickets already I went fucking half <laughs> fucking half the tickets Why? I said about the other half they went that's not how they work in LA I'm going this is a fucking mistake this is a mistake <laughs> they went it's been on sale for two hours Ricky you've sold 6,000 tickets Went, Why is New York sold out? Because it's fucking New York. It's different in LA. I'm like this. Oh my god! Right. right. Anyway. I love the neurosis. It doesn't matter. How it doesn't matter how big you are. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it sold out. I went on. It was lovely. You didn't have to do a tweet saying few tickets still available. Uh, no. No. Well, it's funny you should say that. You say tweet. I Last went, few. I went out. Right. And there's like, uh, I, I don't know. 19,000 <coughs> people there. The sun had gone down. Amazing, amazing reaction, right? And I went, uh, hello. And I could hear all the birds roosting. Oh, wow. So I could just hear all these tweets and tweets. And it is a magical place, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, don't think of that, Rick. No, Go that's on. a distraction. Hot up here, isn't it? You've <laughs> 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 made that mistake before. <laughs> You've learned not to do that. Uh, yeah, and I, I, I thought, oh God, I wish I could do it again now. Really, yeah. you enjoyed it? Yeah, yeah. They mic'd me up, and I went out on the sound check, and all the security there, and, and I went fucking out, and it came out over the PA. <laughs> <laughs> 
up. <laughs> Last time happened before. Everyone who's ever played it, they'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's big. Like that. And one of the security guys laughed, right? <laughs> um, how do you feel about, is it because it's LA? What do you think about LA? Well, I thought, well, I, 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 again, I'm, it's fine. I'm, I'm over it. I'm over. I'm over all of it. Right. I'm over everything. Because I mean, the Golden Globes. The way you approach that. Can we go? Is yeah. a proper risk. I Can mean, we like, talk you about do the Golden Globes Rose again? It, wa- it, it was a risk, but again, it was a it was a gradual risk. So I I started doing it so they'd listen because they're a rude bunch. If right. you go out there, that's their party. They don't want to see you. They want to win an it's award. Exactly like every corporate. Ever. Oh, it's it every is, corporate. Yeah, yeah that and you'll ever do. So yeah. this is the best one to be at. And the worst one to, to host. Absolutely, they're all round. They're all privileged. They're all getting. They're getting. They're getting free things worth a hundred thousand dollars. They're getting free it's shit. Kind of gross, they're getting the best fucking champagne. They're they're sitting around. They're talking. They've been. They've dressed up. They've got their their outfits are worth fifty grand. Everything, so everything is disgusting. It? Yeah, it right. Is. Yeah. And so they don't want this idiot to. So I have to give them. I have to have the threat that I'm going to fucking mention them. <laughs> so then listen. The, now they listen. Now they listen. And if it's about them, oh, that was all right. That wasn't so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, yeah. Was, was wow. bad. People have come up to me before and say, what are you going to say? Um, J-Lo said, what are you going to say? She said, I will fucking kill you, man. <laughs> uh, I said, it's and fine. it's genuine It's fear. fine. Yeah, it's fine. But that's it. A- and I did, the joke I did about her was, um, uh, uh, he's called The Rock. She's Jenny from The Block. If the block in question is that bit on Rodeo Drive between Prada and Cartier. <laughs> so not, quite mild, quite mild. Yeah, yeah. It was a sweet one. Yeah, that's it a nice a sweet one. one. Yeah. It was a sweet one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but some other people have been skewered. And... Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah. Uh, but again, so nothing what? that bad. Yeah. Nothing that bad. I mean, in the, I mean, I know it's not the same, but in the world of corporates that we do quite a lot of and we talk about them like a support group they almost want to be ribbed sometimes they'll go oh just tell you know have a go at gary in accounts because he's a bit of a knob exactly like, oh, so okay. so that's funny to that room because they know it yeah so when you're, you're doing celebrities, the, the whole world gets the joke yeah because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like a yeah, yeah. a universal office event isn't exactly, it? exactly yeah but, and that and that's why it's that's why they those things get televised and teacher of the year doesn't yeah Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. When you want the best, you have to act fast, especially when hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people before the competition scoops them up. And the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds top talent fast. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com Spotify. 
ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Let's end with the Afterlife one of you directing Afterlife. Yeah. So what made you, because you said you've been, you smashed Hollywood, you achieved all this incredible stuff, but, and then we made Derek and Afterlife and stuff like that. What made you go, I want to make another sitcom? Um, uh, I thought it was my job. It's my job. It's what I do. You, you don't wake up in the morning and go, what am I going to do today? I'm going to be a fisherman. Yeah. You go, well, you're a comedian, so you're going to try Go and make people work. laugh. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I, I've never, I've never, you know. Well, in, in, you know, recently I thought I don't have to do this anymore. Uh, what, what's better? I want to play tennis every day. That's what I want to do. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. So, I thought I was on tour with uh, Humanity. <coughs> I think 2017, right. and I thought, oh, I felt guilty that I'm only working one hour a night. Right. So I thought I should write something. And I started writing um, Afterlife. Uh, and uh, again, there's still got to be a bit of adrenaline. There's still got to be, what what could I do that could ruin my career? Well, probably do a comedy about suicide and cancer. Like that, really? There's that, still that yeah, bit of you that's I like... Still, yeah. the, 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 the Golden Globes got me back for the fifth time. I said no. I yeah. kept saying no. Because I always remember you say ruins Christmas. Ruins Christmas. It ruined Christmas. Because <laughs> right? you've got to do it in January. You're yeah. like, oh, fuck, Christmas yeah, yeah. I've got to write jokes. I've got to write jokes. And I know, you know, I, I, I go in... You know, I, I, I think <clears> about this. You know, like in the Second World War, where those soldiers sort of landed on the beach? Yeah. And they're, they're already... They're fodder. The first ones out get shot. Yeah. And I always thought, don't open the door yet. Don't open the door on that landing craft. I, I that that to me is like That's how you, you know you yeah yeah don't open Shit. the door and I go no you've got to open the door you've got to open the door you've got to open the door someone's got to open the door yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. it might as well be me okay I'll do it I'll do it I'll open the door um so I, I you know I, I still I get that knot in my I go why have I done this and I know and I think that oh you've got to do that you've got to have that yeah yeah you've got to do that um so um uh yeah with afterlife uh I just thought well that so it was it was twofold really it was um uh it was the beginning of the fear of cancel culture with like you can't say anything anymore mm-hmm. and i thought why can't you say anything anymore just say what you want they go yeah but some people will lose their job yeah well, what if you didn't care about losing your job what if you didn't care what if you were going to die what if you didn't care what if you were going to die and then you didn't you're going to and then you could say what you want because everything was a bonus you didn't care about dying why would you why would you want to die or if you lost everything what's losing everything your life partner <laughs> mm. and that it all came in like one minute right it's a guy who says what he wants because he's got nothing to lose yeah because so, he's lost everything already yeah, yeah he was like a verbal vigilante he was a superhero for people who thought they couldn't say anything anymore so i was going to be that guy yeah 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 so that was the idea and the reason that you could get away with saying the most horrendous things was that he was in pain. Yeah. So that was the seed of the idea. And I thought, this is this could be good. And then then it's the hard work. Yeah, yeah. And then then it's, it's writing it, putting it around. And creating I, other characters to put around him. You and... were the first person I called and said, do you want to play my dead wife? Yeah, I remember you said, do you want to play my I was like, what I do remember you mean? What, yeah, I remember you telling me that you were going to be the dead wife. And I was like, what? Like, yeah. I, I thought literally on on a slab. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's going to be a short pause. I'm not very good at not blinking, Ricky. That is my ideal job. If I could play a cadaver. I remember seeing Phone Booth, the film, and it was shot in three weeks and he's sitting in one place. That is my ideal job. And then I I realised my ideal job would be playing an astronaut because I'd have one suit, right, and I could wee in it. So my ideal job. And you're weightless. Yeah. And if also with that mask on, they could have someone else in there. <laughs> and I could just overdub it on that. You make problems for yourself because you you think that's what you want, and then you go and write a massive sitcom, and then you've got to deliver it. Well, you've got to deliver ninety percent of the lines. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we can't talk about it yet because it's um, we're developing it, but you know about it. The, my next project, I had the idea in in <laughs> lockdown that I should do an animation. Like, because then I can just... It's, it's just it's, sounds easy. It's yeah. down the... Well, I'll just do that. It's the hard... It's ridiculous. <laughs> That's I'm, because you are a perfectionist. We're still on the pilot. Right? Because we're you this, think, oh, oh it's yeah. all right. I'll, fo- you know, yeah. I'll phone it. And then you're like, yeah. no, I really know how I, know. I want it to be. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, I, 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 I did... You won't I, stop working. You say you don't want to, but you won't stop. Um. No, I, I, I would like to do... If I had to give everything, uh, everything up except one thing, I'd choose stand-up. Really? Yeah, I, you I just, love so you it. Don't I love have it. Like, I can't wait. You don't want to be writing the next big, I don't know, movie no, comedy. No, it doesn't interest me. It doesn't no? Interest me. no, I just, I'm, I, no, I don't watch films myself. They're not the holy grail anymore. No one goes to cinemas. What about uh, TV comedy? Do you still watch stuff? I, I like. I don't watch TV comedy. I watch really? TV drama. Yeah, and and I don't watch English or American anymore. I watch European serial killer. Shit, or angsty, <laughs> or angsty sort of, you know. There's a lot of good wrong. Scandi noir. It's amazing. There? I find I find things from all over the world. Well, I say me, Jane does. <laughs> I, she had to leave a note for me. She had to draw a picture of all the remotes when she went to Brighton <laughs> for two days, right? To show uh, and and then right. The boiler went. I didn't know I had the boiler, right? Oh, my and, God. And I couldn't turn the telly on. It failed. She came home to me and the cat under a blanket with the telly You're off. like a 70s sitcom. Like, yeah. You're like Terry, <laughs> Terry and June. <laughs> this is how the dishwasher works. <laughs> Laters, you have been watching. Dinner's in the microwave. Yeah. I haven't embraced technology. We haven't even talked about Jane. I mean, there was so many... We've got to finish, but there were so many stories. The Jane, you living with Jane when you made the suit out of the curtains. Oh, yeah. This is what so I'm on the So I'm on the doll. Jane had a sort of low-paid job where she was starting out just in, in you know, in the, um, the business. She was... A, 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 eventually, she got to be... She's a novelist now, but for most of her career, she was working her way up. She became a producer. She produced This Life, EastEnders, all that sort of stuff. But, you know, starting off, she started as a script reader. While she was sort of spending, you know, our... Uh, I think we had 16 quid a week to live when we moved into this, like one, it was a studio flat in King's Cross. It was horrible. Um, we had no money at all. Uh, um, but if I had a pound, I'd get a can of beer. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I thought, okay, I can save money. I went to jumble sales and, you know, I, I it, it was fine. It was fine. <laughs> but then the landlord came around and said, oh, we're changing the curtains. I went, all right. And so we put new curtains up and he he took the old ones away, which were like sort of, Gold sort of lame, sort of seventies, sort of flowers and sort of like I went, oh, I, 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 I love those. He went, all right, yeah. I thought, I know, I'll make an outfit, I'll make a suit out of this, no. right? No. So I got one For big you? curtain. Yeah, no, I, I was, I was alone all day, wasn't I, with nothing to <laughs> he do? He did a project, right? A sewing project. I just thought <laughs> he can't, 
He can't switch on the fucking no, washing know. machine, but he can make a suit. Can, out. He didn't make so a suit. So I didn't make a suit. I didn't make it that far, right? I remember I spent sort of like all day on it. So first thing I do, I laid the curtains out on the floor, right? And I sat on them like a toddler, and I drew round my legs. <laughs> Okay, I can see how this is going to go wrong. Maybe yeah. I'll get you on sewing. Then I looking. sat on the other curtain. I <laughs> right. drew around my legs. I cut them out. I sewed them together. Not big enough, were they? Because of <laughs> because of science, you need to you need to leave some to sew it together. Yeah. Couldn't get them on. Like, I was like fucking trying to get tights up. Fucking Hamlet, right? I thought fucking out, fucking out. And I looked at the other curtain. I thought oh, there's no way I can make a jacket. <laughs> so I thought I could wear it. Oh, there's a cape. Where are you going to wear this? I I, I thought, I don't know. It was just a day project. It was that day's project. I went, fucking hell. I shoved them under the, just, I just run around and put them under the chair. And Jane came and said, what's that? I said, don't ask. I tried to make make a suit. She pulled them out and she was like crying with laughter at these trousers. They're just taping in. (laughs) He's like, you've got to get a job. You've got to go out to work. How would they even Stay up. There's well, they, no like. Yeah, I don't like, overthink braces, the braces. Braces. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, I love clown story. trousers. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. Jane awful. must have been like, <laughs> yeah. "What am I doing with this? Uh, <laughs> what am I doing uh, with this practical genius?" Oh god. I'm, I tried to put up a shelf once. Right. <laughs> right I so I found. I found um, like four bits of wood in a skip. Right. And uh, we got a lot of our stuff. We got our so- first sofa out of a skip. Right. Right. And um, nothing wrong with that. And uh, so I didn't know how to. I'm not very practical. So I just, no. <laughs> right. So I just I propped, you know, propped up two bits of wood on its end, and I put the prop bit on like a sort of like made a <laughs> nailed it in. But it just like went like that. It yeah, lent, but... right? Again, so, science. So what did I do? I put a nail in it, and I tied a bit of string and pulled it, <laughs> and put a nail in the. So this was the, it was like a suspension fucking bridge. <laughs> watch a YouTube video about how to put a shelf on like but there's no, no means of knowing no YouTube then <laughs> YouTube hadn't been invented this was like 1984 this it really was like fucking 1984 please, please <laughs> just make a sitcom about you making shit in the 80s oh my god some of the things I did oh my god just <laughs> do you know what I think somebody should because pre-internet pre-internet how did anyone do anything exactly we had to like go to the library and once I, I once also, I do quite like watch blokes doing shit DIY I've never seen Ben more angry than when he tried to put a blind up when we first got together oh it's, it's it, impossible it was hilarious <laughs> I don't know how they do it I once right, I, I got this I got a t-shirt from a jumble sale but the the sleeves were sort of ripped so I cut the sleeves off right <laughs> yeah and, Which was a look. And my mate said, what are you wearing? I said, oh, I made a T-shirt. He went, what do you mean you made a T-shirt? I said, I'll cut the T-shirt. He said, give me some trousers, I'll make you some shorts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, for cheers. That was a lot Thank of fun. So Thank you for your photos as well. They're very good. I've Thank you. Do they, they go on some sort of website? Yeah, they go on the internet. Do they, do they go on some sort of website? Or so people can browse and have a look? Right? We put them on, on the Instagram. Yes, good. We good. send them out carrier pigeon. <laughs> I keep thinking, should I be doing something? And then I don't. Well, if you've got all the kids' stuff and you've got stuff for each other and whoever else, then you're done. You're done. Did most of it with Jeff Bezos, and and I have got shame around that. Everyone's got an opinion about Bezos, and then at Christmas comes and we're all fine with him again. (laughs) 
I mean, I did. I, I spoke to a friend the other day who said, I'm not doing anything with Bezos this year. And I thought, good for Liar. you, but I fucked it. I, I, me and Bezos got really close this year. I, I started with Bezos in October, so there's no excuse. <laughs> I couldn't have legitimately gone anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, but you've been so busy. I mean, what on what planet would you have been able to shop? I've had time to shop, but every time I think, shall I go out into the world? And then Bezos calls me from the laptop and I think, yeah, Jeff, you're absolutely right. Don't go out. Yeah, you don't even need to click and collect. It will be delivered <laughs> It'll to be your door. with you within 24 hours. Yeah. I'm, I've become such membership. a nasty, horrible... Uh, capitalist. Capitalist. That yeah. I get impatient now when the Amazon people take too long to take their photograph. You know when they knock on the door and then they've got to, they've got to take a photograph of oh. it? I'm like, come on! I haven't even got the yes, patience for that. Do I? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to go there into the exploitation and horror of that sort of employment situation. That's why I have the shame around like getting narky with them when they take too long to take a photograph, because I'm like, I, I, I don't know what goes on with your. I bet you've got a deadline that you're never going to meet. It's not going to be good. Yeah, I, I, I imagine they've got like, oh, you've got to deliver this many parcels within an hour, otherwise yeah. you don't get some arbitrary bonus or yeah. something. Because Bezos is, and you haven't got time prick. to piss. Yeah, yeah, all that, all that horror show, and 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 I'm participating in it. We're part of the problem, Kerry. We have been from the beginning. We are feeding the existence. machine. Yeah, yeah, just by just from <laughs> on the day we were born. Yeah, we became part of the problem. Yeah, totally. Anyway, but I have done some in the real world. I did, and I baked a cake, so I feel like I've kind of offset my, um, uh, you know. Psyche, or I don't know what the. Oh, okay. Is. Well, that's good. Yeah, well, I've got to do two cooking days because, um, because your boxing um, day as well. No, it's Christmas Eve uh, with with my family because my mum um, was Spanish. Well, she, oh, she wasn't was Spanish. She was always Spanish. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but she, uh, so we used to do it Christmas Eve, right? And then like a sort of slightly more Mediterranean uh, kind you're of cooking uh, that. celebration. Uh, traditionally, my mum would make a paella. Um, I tried to make one the first year. The last Christmas was the first year without my mum. So I was like, don't worry, guys. I've seen mum make these pies many she, times. She handed the recipe down. She, the, she, she handed it down. The daughter. Yeah, she handed it down to me. Anyway, it was pretty grim. So everyone said, shall we not do paella this year? And I was like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's, so, um, for the feedback. Yeah, quite, quite, quite strong feedback. So I'm going to do like little tapasy things. So Steve, my brother Stephen's going to like bring some of those. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're going to do. Did I tell you about Frank? Like uh, nothing encapsulated the development of Frank now being full, a fully fledged teenager. So he said to me the other day, I'm going to go to um, Alonso's after school uh, on Wednesday. And I went, oh, lovely, because he hadn't seen much of Alonso lately. And I went, oh, that's nice. How come? And he went, he's got some kittens. Uh, I want to go and see his kittens. And I thought... Oh, oh that's he's cute. still got the sweet boy in him. Anyway, the next uh, day I went, how was it at Alonso? So he went, yeah, all right. And I said, how were the kittens? And he went, oh, they weren't there. So we watched Saw. <laughs> Saw? They watched Saw. That's not a film for 14 year olds. No. I don't 13, think that's a film 13. for adults. He went to see kittens <coughs> and they watched Saw. There's two, that's too far away that's on the way too big scale. a jump. Yeah, you can't jump from kittens to saw. No. Can, that sums up adolescence. One minute parents. they're kittens into kittens and then they're fucking watching horror. 
I'm assuming the parents weren't around because you can't have Sauron on the main living room. And also, what's wrong with those people, like teenagers? Because they're dead behind the eyes. I went, you shouldn't be watching that. That's really disturbing. You cannot unsee now what you've seen. And he went, it was fine. I don't care. Didn't bother me. Oh, of course it bothered him. There's no way you can watch someone being sawn in half. Yeah. And be like, oh, yeah. You're now going to, I'm going to have to find some kittens for you to have kitten therapy to counterbalance... What you've seen with your eyes. Can you get me some? Because I need them just knowing that Frank watched it. <laughs> One minute it's kittens and then it's sore. That's all I'm and saying. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's dark. That is a dark place. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, other than that, Christmas feels like it's really on its way. 